Community Focus is a look at events, issues, and initiatives happening in and around the Brainerd Lakes area. Community Focus is produced by Hubbard Radio Brainerd and broadcast locally on 106.7 WJJY. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guests are Sergeant Neil Dickinson, the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Tom Nixon, regional coordinator for Towards Zero Death. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. Uh, big news coming out of the, uh, the legis- Minnesota legislative uh, session, and that is they have passed the law about hands-free operation of our cell phones, have they not? They have. Uh, Governor Tim Waltz signed the new hands-free cell phone bill um, just recently. So starting August 1st is when this is going to take effect. So, of course, you know, with my job as a public information officer, Tom Nixon with Toward Zero Death, our, one of our main jobs is to get this information out to the motoring public so they're not surprised <laughs> when, if they are uh, violating the law, they get stopped after August 1st when it comes to holding your cell phone in your hand. So it's going to make our job in law enforcement a lot easier if we see anybody with their cell phone in their hand. And, you know, of course, we're going to observe them for a little while. And, and, and if we see that, that's technically a, a violation, violation. And it's a primary law. Obviously, we can make a traffic stop and issue uh, um, a citation, you know, warning. But more than likely, you know, our push is to educate that driver, make sure that they're not doing this again. So it's going to make it a lot easier for us in law enforcement to, to look and see if somebody is violating the law. And, um, you know, even though we're going hands-free, it's still going to be some sort of a distraction in the car. And that's what we want to do is eliminate all distractions in a car as far as eating, adjusting your radio, anything that's going to take your eyes off of the road, mm-hmm. take your mind off of what you're doing. Um, so this law definitely is going to help out. Um, so now basically it's going to be just like the commercial motor vehicle operators have to uh, comply with that they cannot have a, hand, uh, a cell phone device or a, some sort of device that you can access the internet with in your hands. So with the new law, like I said, it's going to make it a lot easier for us to uh, to enforce this. Now, it seems to me, I, I saw a news story on this, and uh, they, they do allow you to use your uh, mapping system or GPS system, but uh, it said something about one touch. Right. But uh, they're encouraging people I know to even making phone calls. If you have your contacts in there, you can ask Siri to call for you. So there's a lot of ways to not have to touch that phone, right? There is. Um, the law is going to allow like the one-touch answer um, or a one-touch dial-out. But the safest means is if your vehicle has the Bluetooth capability and has the voice activation or system in there. Is is that's preferably done, you know? Is, is right. especially the new cars now. You can tell it to call, yeah. And and, and and just amazing what technology is done today for drivers. Um, so that's the recommended um, um, way of doing things. But it is going to allow for the one touch. And then when it comes to the GPS units, or you know, a lot of people have uh, like maps on their phones. Sure. So you are allowed to put that phone. Um, you can clip it onto maybe your dashboard somewhere. So if you do have the map system up, but our recommendation is don't look at the maps. We really want the sound coming over the speakers, where it'll kind of guide you where you're going. Um, so that'd make it a lot safer for everybody. But the law, new law is going to allow for that as long as that, that cell phone or that device is not in your hand. And that's the key, isn't it? It is. You know, I mean, you know they got studies that show you know we're supposed to be having two hands on the wheel. 
I've seen it out. I'm sure you guys have seen it where people are driving with their with their knees and they're texting. And, oh. and I mean, it's just some of the things that I've seen out on the road. It's just a dangerous, you know, situation out there. So this is definitely going to help. Um, you know, hopefully our numbers are for fatalities with distracted driving is going to drop. We wrote over 9,500 tickets last year for texting and driving. And then five years prior to that, it was just in the 2000 range. So law enforcement's doing mm-hmm. our part in, in trying to reduce the crashes that are a result of somebody not paying attention. So mm-hmm. we're trying to let everybody know, hey, the, the new law is going to be out August 1st. And, and there's a real there's a push for law enforcement here because we know it's top contributing factor why people are dying and crashing and, and getting hurt on our roadways. So we're trying to do what we can to reduce those numbers. And other states have kind of proven this already to that it's working and states that have already enacted this, right? So the states that have gone to a hands-free bill, mm-hmm. they've, they've watched their data trend over the years. In the first year, um, in fact, unfortunately, they actually had a spike in their distracted driving crashes went up. Oh, wow. And that, that had a re- response. I'll use the state of New York, for example. They had um, this incentive that if you were to be cited for being distracted while driving because you were holding your phone or something of that, they had a hands-free law. Uh, what they thought uh, was going to work was that they said, well, if, if you show us that you purchased a Bluetooth device of some sort so that you would uh, be hands-free then, that people would, you know, negate the ticket at that point, and they would be able to uh, be hands-free from then on. Mm-hmm. But people, they assumed that they were a safer driver then, that they were able to pay more attention to that phone conversation or or do what they needed to do. And distraction is distraction. So the mm-hmm. one thing about the laws, we don't want to get confused with um, anything we do behind the wheel. It takes our attention away from driving. It takes our attention away from driving. Mm-hmm. So this this ability to do all of the other tasks, even remotely, it's still taking brain uh, function away from the task. And we know multitasking uh, is is not real. We we can sequence very quickly, but we're not able to do two things at once. Some some things are muscle memory for, you know, where the blinker is and, and, you know, reaching the radio. That takes time. But when we look at other states over time, uh, there was two things that happened. One, it was a cultural change. They understood that at that point it's no longer acceptable to sit there with the phone. So either they, they find a few people that get sneakier or law enforcement's a little bit more aggressive. But mm-hmm. long-term, distracted driving crashes are going down, and that's because they've, they've taken a stance that it's no longer acceptable okay. um, and that they don't want that to continue. Okay. Yeah, and, and like you say, this will help. Uh, unfortunately, it won't stop distracted driving, and that's really the goal. And that's where, again, that personal responsibility we continue to talk about comes into play. Right. Just put Correct. it away. Yep. Yeah. Put it away. Easy to do, right? Yeah. Uh, just uh, some of the fines that are out that you're probably looking at if you get cited for uh, texting and driving is $50. So everybody thinks, well, one. $50 for the first one's not so bad. But there's a surplus fee. It usually runs about $85 that are mm. tacked on to all those citations. Mm-hmm. So that can be a little expensive. Second time you get caught texting and driving, 275 Jeez, yep. Now you're talking that $85 on top. That's kind of be a spendy ticket. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the insurance companies don't like to see that on, on their insurer's nope. uh, record as well. So you can see how much that could cost somebody if, mm-hmm. you know, repeat offenders and, and uh you know, again, with the, with our systems at the State Patrol, if you're stopped for texting and driving, that gets recorded in our system. Mm-hmm. The okay. car and then the driver, whoever was cited, we, the, the trooper that stops that vehicle again, we, all, we have that information. Okay. So maybe somebody was warned for it in the, in the past. Now mm-hmm. we're going to see the current trooper that stopped somebody. They really haven't learned mm-hmm. their lesson on, on getting a warning. So now more than likely a citation is going to be warned or right. warranted when it comes to something like that. So 
again, that's our main goals is we want to reduce, you know, our top contributing factors, why people are getting in crashes out here today. And that's, we think that's number one, but it's hard for us to prove it. Our, yeah. our graduated driver's license laws have had this as part of their law um, for years. And that's that there's no texting, no electronic device usage at all for those 18 and under. Mm-hmm. And um, parents, if your kids are, are getting out in the car and you try to call them while they're going somewhere, that's, you're asking them to break the law by answering. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they shouldn't be accessing anything at that time. And and the reason that that's, that's acceptable there is, well, it's pretty pretty precious cargo. So we're, we're, we're accepting yeah. it there. When we think of us big people, we, we might think we're smarter than we are. But in the end, most people do it right. Most people are doing what they should be doing. So yeah, mm-hmm. I even found a setting on my phone. Now, I have an iPhone, but uh, and it's a newer one. You can set it up so that when you're driving, you just hit this button and it automatically answers. I can't answer now because I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I'll call you back when I'm there. So it's, it's amazing that those are built into your phone, but have you ever seen anybody use them? Well, Apple I paid attention, it. and so did Android when that came out. Uh, it came out through an update, and they noticed that uh, roughly 14% of the people that had that uh, show up as an option selected to do so. Wow. And after four weeks, only 6% remained using that function. Wow. Um, oh, boy. So we know that there's it's out there and that people have chosen another route, but... But yeah. uh, it maybe will come back around in popularity so they can reduce that temptation, which is a great idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. the biggest thing to do is put your phone away. I mean, you know, when, when I talk to the new drivers and presentations I give them, and the parents are there as well, that's hard for these kids to do. They grew up with cell phones, right? Not like mm-hmm. when, when I first started to drive, we didn't have the cell phones. We didn't have the, that type of distractions. But it's they have to have that personal or that responsibility to put that phone away and like tom mentioned too i have a 16 year old just has just got his driver's license so we as and myself and my wife we make sure that we're not calling or we're sending a text message when we know he's behind the wheel so we're right. trying to do our part as well mm-hmm. but he needs to understand that you can use your cell phone i want him having a cell phone you know in case something happens while he's out driving but he has to understand that he has to be out of traffic you can't be at a stoplight or a stop sign and go ahead and pull your phone out because now you're that's a violation of the law being under the, the age of 18 now with our current law it's going to be the with the hands free that's going to be a violation as well so like tom mentioned too we can do our part as friends or as family members and we know somebody's on the road is just wait until we know for sure they're going to be stopped and, and yeah. now we can call or, or send them a text or make sure you text me when i you get there exactly. so now i know yeah. i can call you yeah. right yeah. so don't call then text then call then yeah. send an email check on <laughs> yeah. twitter send a snapchat <laughs> Are you there yet? The road seemed bad. <laughs> Helicopter parent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, bottom line is, again, distracted driving is uh, is and remains uh, one of the major causes of traffic accidents. And this will help. But, again, let's be smart behind right. the wheel. I always turn my – if you turn off all the sounds, it's amazing and set it away. Yes, you won't notice that it's because it's not making noises even or if you vibrating in your, your pocket. Yeah. Even if you don't pick up your phone, the dopamine response we get in the brain, because it, we know that it's some connection to our social network. And so the biopsychologists have determined that's what we're fighting. We're fighting the science of our, our natural uh, mob or group or family mentality that we want to know what that ding was. And so we're distracted just thinking about, well, so-and-so's here, so-and-so's there. I wonder what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn it off. Pavlov's dogs, you hear the sound, you got to go for it, you know. (laughs) And and just a reminder, too, we have uh, our extra enforcement campaign is currently going until uh, the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Um, There's over 300 other law enforcement agencies in the state of Minnesota participating in this extra enforcement campaign for distracted driving. So we have extra officers, extra deputies, extra troopers out on the road 
looking for texting and driving, distracted driving um, violations that are out there, just uh, let everybody know again, as the public information officer, this that we're out in force. So the best thing to do is put, put it, it away, obey all the traffic laws, the equipment laws on your vehicle, and your chances of seeing us are uh, just slimmed down okay. quite a bit. Uh, how long does that go, that enforcement? April 30th. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then uh, in May, uh, there's another enforcement coming up, isn't it? Yeah, National Click It or Tickets, our seatbelt campaign that comes around every year. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration um, helps support that with uh, the extra funding for that enforcement. But in Minnesota, we uh, we noticed over the last few years we've had a dip in, in seatbelt compliance. Really? Um, it's still very good, but we went from 94, nearly 95% a few years ago to last year was 921 huh. And uh, what what we're seeing here regionally in, in East Central or the Brainerd Lakes area is about 88% compliance on local and uh, um, county road systems. State highways are usually a little higher, but just buckle up. Yeah. It, there, what's the mentality there? Have a, do we think it's, oh, I'm only going to drive down to Charlie's house. I don't need to pu- put on the seatbelt. I'm going two miles. Is that kind of the thing? I think so. Anybody know? You know, the majority of the seatbelt violations that we see, obviously, aren't on the freeway or on the state highways. It's in town. Yeah. And uh-huh. I think maybe some of these people have them. I'm just going down to the grocery store. It's only three blocks right. away. But a lot can happen in that in yeah. that three blocks, right? And yeah. it doesn't take much of a higher speed crash to get injured or killed mm-hmm. when you're not wearing your seatbelts. Wear your seatbelts. I'm here to tell people I've investigated a lot of serious injury fatality crashes in my career, far too many than, than I'd ever like to. But- it's it makes me sad, and you know, and we got to go talk to the families yeah. and, and and notify them. But it's just just the act of putting on that seatbelt. I've seen it where people have been in some some horrific high speed crashes, and they're here today because they had their seatbelt. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen the relatively low speed crashes where people are not here today or they're seriously hurt because they chose not to wear that seatbelt. Mm-hmm. It's a state law, but I'm here to tell everybody they work. So yeah. wear those seatbelts. Yeah. Not to mention that uh, during that click it or ticket campaign, I think fines are pretty high for not wearing a seatbelt, aren't they? Yeah, they can be. You know, again, you're talking, it looks low on the original first citation, mm-hmm. but then you're adding those surplus fees. And, and, and now you start getting in, you know, more and more of that. And that's one thing we're looking for in law enforcement. We're looking for that seatbelt buckle, that shiny buckle that's right by that left shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. And it's not just a driver. Everybody needs to be buckled in, in, a, in a passenger vehicle. If there's a belt there, you have to wear it. And the research indicates it takes those uh, stubborn, I'll call them fools, up to three <laughs> times before the citation starts to hurt enough that they'll change their behavior. Even if they believe strongly they don't want to wear one for their own personal uses, um, the citations will add up. And I challenge anybody, if they really think they don't need to wear a seatbelt, go to Valley Fair, get on the wild thing, and don't let them put the lap belt on. I want to get the picture of them riding that roller coaster upside mm-hmm. down. And uh, and maybe they'll change my mind, but I have I have my doubts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing we should talk about real quick, because I, I don't think we'll have you back before the fishing opener, but again, uh, big travel weekend in the state with everybody heading out. Now we're getting into trailering boats. Right, <laughs> right. We know our, our roads are going to be busy um, coming up to fishing opener. Just a reminder to everybody again: make sure what you're towing is safe. Make sure your your wheels, your tires have all been maintained. We see a lot of boat trailers; they have flat tires. Maybe the bearings go out. So have your your vehicles maintained properly maintained. Um, make sure that they're the, all the lights work. Make sure they're properly hitched. Um, 
don't drive under the influence. And again, now with the new laws with DWIs, if you get a DWI in your boat or an ATV, that's going to count on your driving record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, we go back prior, 10 years prior as well, for enhancements for DWI arrests. So it's not worth it. We want everybody to be safe. Wear your seatbelts. Avoid your distraction. Don't drive impaired. Obey all the speed limits, all the traffic laws, right? Mm-hmm. We want you to get to your destination and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. That opening of Fishing 371 is a busy corridor. Recall, we're oh, going to have yes. that extra enforcement yep. out there from from Fort Ripley to Walker. Uh, thus far uh, in this project, there's been uh, an extra 300 hours of enforcement. Uh, it resulted from 770-some traffic stops Wow! with uh, 300 citations and 698 warnings. So, wow. Wow. Um, The behaviors are being looked for. Yes, and this uh, special enforcement on 371 continues all year? All year. All year. They've done a great job here in the Brainerd State Patrol, Brainerd District Law Enforcement here, Highway 23. They originally started a project down there, Highway 210, now Highway 371. So looking at the the areas where we're seeing an increase in in crashes, and we're targeting those areas, and it's been very effective, as as you can hear the numbers here. We're going to take this back to our Duluth district as well. We've got uh, a section of road that we're looking at up in the Duluth area. That's something that I think statewide we're going to start looking at, you know, some, some enforcement in a certain area where we're seeing an increase in crashes. All right. Gentlemen, thank you for being here today and Damn. keeping us up to uh, date on what's happening. And uh, we encourage everyone, to, again, take that personal responsibility and let's drive safe. You thank you it. very much. Thanks, guys. All right. Sergeant Neil Dickinson is the public information officer with the Minnesota State Patrol. Tom Nixon, regional coordinator for Towards Zero Deaths. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That's today's edition of Community Focus. And don't forget, you can find Community Focus anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com.